Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Sarah Messold, Paul Capsack, and Andy Brampernard. And we'll be right back, kick things off. We're talking about 2021 Proof Alliance Virtual Benefit. We'll find that's all about right after this with the family. Okay, that's enough a, for me. Want to do a live uh, sure. commercial? Oh, we're doing it now? Oh, you want to do it right now? Andy wants to do it right now. All right. Well, I'll, I'll be the Michael Bryant of it. Walzer.com. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice that he filled in for me yesterday. I just I heard that phenomenal. spot. That was great. I, uh, for those of you that don't know, I was one of the probably 20% of the folks that got my second COVID vaccination Wednesday, Tuesday, I don't remember what day it was, Tuesday about 11 o'clock by 8 o'clock that night, I felt like I had the worst hangover in my life and lost a bar fight at the same time. So <laughs> Mike Bryant stood in and did just a wonderful job. So he thank did. you, Michael. Nice um, I want to put a shout out for the uh, HR department. We are current. We have currently about probably 15 openings in the sales departments across the metro and the twin cities as you should know because of all the money we've spent advertising over the years we stopped negotiating car deals 20 years ago so it's not an old school car job it is a salary with incentives work-life balance 40-hour weeks 13 weeks of paid pro uh, programming boy does that sound bad <laughs> let's paid use training let's yeah, use training, training instead oh no programming <laughs> yeah. your salespeople. that's great that's we, nice we will salute you <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you want to find out more, uh, email me directly at Doug at Walzer.com, and I will connect you with the appropriate people. Take it away, Michael Bryant. Bradshaw, Ed and Bryant. <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we provide a unique experience for our business banking customers that can't be found at the big banks. Our customers appreciate our high-touch, high-tech approach where they get all the benefits of working with a local bank. Our team will get to know your business and its unique challenges while still offering all of the online and mobile banking options you will find at the big banks. Also, when your business banks with North American Banking Company, you'll be working with an experienced team of lenders who know this marketplace and will be ready to help your business capitalize on any opportunity or solve any problem. You add it all up, North American Banking Company is a better banking experience. <clears throat> Excuse me, you uh, do mind if I jump in here? Well, Tommy, if you feel the need, go ahead. Amateurs, why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Our special guest, Sarah Messel, Paul Kaspek. Uh, or Capsack, excuse me. Is it Caspack? You can call me anything Cas you want, but it's Capsack. Cap it is Capsack. Like a knapsack, except with a K. Oh, because there's a K-A-S. Yeah, well, there was an old woman once who told me uh, that it should be Capchuck. Oh, Capchuck, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. And yep, then some members sense. of my family do every letter, but that takes too much time. So just... Kazbzak. Yeah, exactly. yeah, That's too much time. It's cool a lot of just, time. It was cool if we just used Paul. Or hey you, okay. you idiot. Hey you. Whatever. Now, Sarah, where did where did you grow up? I grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota. Oh, in Litchfield. Okay. Yep. 
County. What did they do with the Main Street Cafe? That makes me mad. Soon, since they soon that Walmart moved in there, that Main Street I shut know. down. Yeah. I love that Main Street. I love that Main Street too. Spent a yep. lot of time at Swart Kemp Drugstore and um, yep. the movie theater and all the good stuff. And yeah, it it is still a cool town. Graduated it from is a there. Great town. Yeah. Nice golf course, the yep. whole shooting match. They got yep. it all out there. Yep. So, how do you two know one another? So I am the director of an organization called Proof Alliance, which mm-hmm. used to be called Minnesota Organization on Fetal Alcohol Syndrome, and founded in 1998 by former First Lady Susan Carlson, married to Governor Arnie Carlson. There's a great story about that. And oh, she wouldn't admit it? Is that the great yeah. story? <laughs> no, she's still married to him. <laughs> They're a great couple. Um, yeah, that's good. <clears throat> but she was a juvenile court judge in Hennepin County, and before she was first lady oh sure and she saw these kids coming through her courtroom and she wondered what's what's up with these and realized that a lot of them had fetal alcohol spectrum disorders brought it to the attention of minnesota when governor carlson was in office kind of set the stage for us being the leader in the country and um, then when they left office she founded mofas um, now called Proof Alliance because we have the proof that if you don't drink when you're pregnant, you won't have um, a child with FASD. Really? And Paul, who has been a board member, former board member, and a supporter from the Minnesota Municipal Beverage Association, has been a big supporter of the organization for, you know, almost since the beginning. Do you give you one of those 10 cent checks that he gets? Yeah, he gives me at least 10 <laughs> cents a month. At least 10 cents a month. At least, at least yeah. Month. Yeah. You know, you, you're in the right place because I. the two things that I do not tolerate is picking on my mother or children. <laughs> that's it. So moms Those, and baby, moms and children, that's what we are all about. <laughs> well, exactly. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, good. Absolutely. So, boy, I don't know. What did they think it was back in the days before medicine had advanced? That They had no idea what caused it, I would assume. Couldn't be the alcohol that I'm drinking. Right, right, exactly. And we have so many people now, you know, uh, growing up in West Central Minnesota. Um, it, you know, uh, Minnesota is among the biggest binge drinking um, states in the nation. Um, and, you know, we everyone says, oh, our moms all drank and we're all okay. But, you know, once you kind of start unpacking that and you really understand what alcohol during pregnancy causes, it's like, it's a spectrum. So, yeah, maybe we're okay, but maybe our memory issues or the reason we can't do math well or, you know, impulse control is part of how the alcohol impacted our brain during pregnancy. And, you know, all the way to the the far end of the spectrum, really, which is about, you know, kids that have, you know, severe impacts, cognitive delays, developmental disabilities, and brain injury. So, um, and everything in between. So, there's a lot of myths out there about when you drink or how much you drink is okay. And the brain develops all during the whole pregnancy. So, whenever alcohol is consumed... It can cause an impact. Oh, yeah. I so, seem to re- well, I read something years ago, and I don't know if it's true or not, but in, in severe cases, there's some physical manifestations in that you lose this your upper lip. Is the filtrum, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that is right. That is absolutely right. Oh, and that's, what we, that's that. what we call fetal alcohol syndrome. When we ever talk about that in trainings, everybody reaches everybody <laughs> yeah. reaches for oh, their filter to say, <laughs> Mom, I don't oh, remember, God. you know, I'm 60 plus years old and yep. my mom drink or not. But yeah, it's a it, it <laughs> impacts the middle part of the face. And so that really? is, you can see a flat filtrum. The eyes can be spread apart, kind of small eyelids. So... Um, and that only happens in one out of ten times. But what we're most concerned about, of course, is the fact that it impacts the brain. Right. And so yeah. that's um, that's the biggest challenge that we face is that it's it's permanent brain injury. And so it, you can't outgrow it. It doesn't go away. It's with you your whole life. God, I, I, I remember being a little boy in North Minneapolis when you guys just talked about. And there was a kid who didn't have, what is mm-hmm. it called, a fulcrum? Filtrum. Filtrum. Yep. He didn't have one. I said, why did 
my friend, I go, why, why doesn't he have one of these deals? He goes, his mother's a raging booze hound. <laughs> well, wow. that's be. pretty astute for North Minneapolis yeah. in 1953. Yeah. Well, what, taking shots at 53? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what year it was. Get away from me. Don't talk was, to me. Every was two was years while, old though. and talking to his friends. Well, I wasn't a little kid. I was a teenager. Oh, so okay. it was about 1970. Which, All right. Pardon me. Uh, when did they discover that was Sorry the situation? Sorry blew up. They're going to be laughing about alcohol. Way to go, Well, it's, yeah, but that's okay. Um, it actually was first kind of established in the United States in 1974. Well, 74. Yeah, okay. so that's when people first started. That was university. Uh, it was out on the on the West Coast, and a bunch of doctors saw, you know, what we then called raging alcoholics and now called, you know, women that have a substance use disorder, but all these babies that they saw that this was like this syndrome that they were seeing, and they finally put two and two together. Mm. So, um, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things where, you know, it's it's like that thing. You know, we used to smoke on airplanes. Um, yeah. We used to yeah. not wear seatbelts. And people used to drink during pregnancy. Not on the whole plane, though. Only 25 right, rows in back. Right. Yeah. Remember the those people days? in row 24 were Remember fine. Remember those days? Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Especially if the, oh, it yeah. was a long trip, because all, <laughs> and I smoked in those days, but like on a trip to Hawaii, I remember all the people that couldn't get in the smoking section would just stand by the back bathrooms. It was, even as a smoker, yep. it was bad. Yep. Oh, it was really bad. And I was in that 24th seat many a time, <laughs> believe me. Like, good God, what are you doing? But, you know, it shows how the, how the issue has evolved. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's evolved from the raging alcoholic you know that you were hanging out with um to I the don't point know he was the raging alcoholic <laughs> oh <Paul>. wow all right <laughs> whatever <laughs> so to the point where and that's and that it gets back to the name and so forth now it's a point where you don't want to do it at all because it's been proven you don't know how much alcohol right. it would it would is needed in order to cause a problem and now there's kind of when i first got into sarah and i have known each other I don't know, 20? I don't even know. Um, and so when I first got into this, I'm going, well, everybody knows that pregnant women shouldn't drink. Right. And so why why are, do we have an organization? Why am I doing this? But as I get more into it, you're, I'm finding, and all you got to do is you know, look around uh, about how many pregnant women are drinking. Oh, no doubt. And, and it, doesn't it doesn't take the raging alcoholic for it to cause you know, problems. So it's that you know kind of I'm, that evolution. I'm glad you brought that up. Is there is there a cutoff? Can you have a glass of wine every week, or can you have zero? Mm, zero. Okay, well, good. See, zero. that's good to know. Yeah. To ensure it. Yeah. To, ensure to ensure it. it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, getting back to the old joke. I mean, that's what I look at. I do alcohol awareness trainings too, mm -hmm. and I do use the joke. Look at you know, my mom drank when she you know was carrying me, and look at look at and, and that's the and that's the time. There's the pause, and a lot of times people just look at me like, kind of the, what, what's he trying to say? Scare, but now, and then certain people get it. Like you yes, got it right yeah, away. Right. So exactly. the scared, straight approach. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you don't know. It could be. I mean, it's it's and you know, it, it could be just that minimal amount. Um, and I so that's why we're saying that. that's why it goes towards the the message of the organization is it's the one preventable thing. Just don't do it, and you're guaranteed success. That's wonderful. So you cannot possibly get this without alcohol in your system. No. No. That's amazing. Yeah. And the other thing that people don't know is that alcohol is more damaging for um, uh, fetuses than uh, meth, heroin, oh, cocaine. God. Because it's a teratogen and it crosses the um, placenta and it causes brain injury. So you just talk to Andy. He's the only one that's going to understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, okay. So, so what I'm saying that's is, true. is I've that tuned her out too. So don't worry about it. A lot of people think that um, you know, it's just good old alcohol, but it's legal. You know, we can buy it a little bit. Must be okay. And you know, I've worked with people that are just like, well, you know, you can drink alcohol. I mean, I know you're not supposed to do like heroin during pregnancy and the the and that would be good we don't want to do that either do that. obviously but um actually um alcohol causes more permanent long-lasting damage and so um and you know we're real clear that um we are not we don't stigmatize anyone we there's a lot of reasons i mean 40 percent of all pregnancies aren't planned and really most people um, in minnesota and and most people drink and so there's a lot of alcohol consumption before you even know you're pregnant. 
Um, there's people that get bad information from, I mean, we still have some healthcare providers that say, eh, don't worry about that. That's overblown. Um, less and less all the time, but there's still misinformation out there. And then, you know, people that say, well, you know, my sister drank and her kids are all okay. So we just really want to make it really clear. And then we also know that people have, you know, people need help. They need treatment. And, and sometimes people want to Want, don't want to drink, but they need help to be able to not drink. And so um, we just we just want it to be really clear. There's no safe time, no safe amount, no safe kind. So a little bit of wine is no different than a little bit of Jack Daniels. It's like it's all alcohol. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. It actually does. Uh, you know, it's kind of a tie-in, and it just happened that I'm going through this right now in my life. But as far as alcohol is concerned... I have some friends, you know, I got friends all over the joint, but I, got, I have some friends that are in their 60s, and they're drinking, and I found myself spending less and less time with them uh, because I don't want to watch them die. So at the beginning of your life, you don't want the alcohol, and I got to believe at the end of your life, you don't want to drink much either mm-hmm. because you just can't fight it off. Seriously, I mean, I, I, I don't see them, you know, I, the people I've known my whole life, so I wouldn't see them maybe for a year or two. And the next time I see them, it's like, what you age like fifteen years in the last two years? Alcohol does damage to your to everybody's body. Mm-hmm. So imagine what it does to a baby. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. If it's going to take out sixty year old men and women, it sure as hell is going to take out a fetus. Yep. yep. And I don't mean take out. I changed is a better way to put it. Yep. Yep. Uh, is there anything you can do once the baby is born with fetal alcohol syndrome? Is there anything they can do now to reverse any of it? Yeah. Um, there, we, d- we can't cure it. Right. It's permanent. But um, like a lot of things, the earlier you know, the more interventions and good things we can do. And there's actually some really amazing research at the University of Minnesota that is showing um, that some, by use of choline, um, that that can reverse. They're, they're hopeful that it could reverse some of the issues. Um so we just know really, you know, getting them diagnosed really early, um, getting them into good, really good school programs, um, good support programs, um, make sure that people around them understand what they're dealing with so they don't think that they're just, you know, um, that they're just not trying hard enough, but right, that they really right. have a, a challenge. And that's, that's a big part of um, what we do as an organization is really p- help people understand. Um, because we work to both prevent it, which is why we're grateful to share this message on your show, but also to support everybody impacted from, That's you know. That's wonderful. What, what is, what's cold? I don't know what that is. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Andy. Um, but it's, um, it's, a, it's a substance, a mineral. What are you, look, what are you looking at I me for? I don't know. I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm the marketing I'm guy for crying need, in the sink. I don't know. I need my buddy, Dr. Mark. Jeff Wozniak. Okay, um, we'll look it up. I was reading something in the chat. What is... The choline. What is choline? Oh, choline. It's the predecessor to acetylcholine. It's a. Oh, well, I didn't know. I did know that, but I didn't. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to make a. I'm trying to make a good impression on your on you know, my friends here. So. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that they recommend pretty much all pregnant women take because you know it's very necessary for the human nervous system, especially the developing one. Right. So and it's your fault. This is your fault. It's not my fault. I you just pointed thought it out. he knew. He does know. I know. That's the problem. Wow. Yes. So then the, the, the research that they're doing at University of Minnesota is, is having little kids take choline that are impacted yeah, by. Okay. So, th- so that, would ma- that would make sense. That, kind of catch up yep, to that then, the lost progress in the womb. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I was reading in the chat, actually. I'm not going to say who because I don't know if she wants me to broadcast it, but... One of the listeners has a cousin that died in his sleep uh, 33 because of a heart defect that they didn't know about due to uh, drinking, his mother drinking while she was pregnant with him. Oh, God. So 33 years, they had a heart defect, had no idea because of alcohol, uh, Her his mom drinking alcohol while she was pregnant, and then all of a sudden just caught up to him. There's all sorts of things that drinking during pregnancy can cause. Not just fetal alcohol syndrome. I mean, you bankruptcy. Get, you can get well. Yeah. Yes, that's a <laughs> foregone conclusion, though. And it's also not just while you're pregnant. That's right, true. but the heart defects is that is you can that have is a, a real you can that's have a, a real thing. Defects. Yep. You can mm-hmm. have a hole in your heart. You mm-hmm. can have all sorts of very not good things. So yep. actually, it's probably a good idea if you know that your mom drank or you know you drank while pregnant, but the kid doesn't have fetal alcohol syndrome. It is a good idea to get 
stuff like their heart checked out just to make sure because that sort of thing would have shown up on an exam it's just if you have no reason to have the exam no one has the exam <coughs> by the way i'd like to point out that as soon as andy started talking paul looked at me and said it takes after his mother huh? <laughs> i saw the look in your face You're and before we started sarah introduced herself as the quiet one <laughs> 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 That is that true. Doesn't he have to do anything? Doesn't he have to do anything? I love that. I'm really glad you're here because it, it, it's okay. I do want to hear about the virtual benefit. What's that all about? So um, we are having our annual benefit, 2021 virtual benefit for Proof Alliance on April 29th. 6.30 is our pre-event, 7 o'clock is the event. It's going to be fun. We're going to do a ton of um, really innovative things like showing zero-proof alcohol from local bartenders that will be mixing those up. We have uh, messages from people like Dr. Jeff Wozniak, the researcher that does the work at the University of Minnesota on choline that we now understand what it is, thanks to Andy. Um, <laughs> the research that I, I, already, I already forgot it, so it's just like... <laughs> I already forgot. It's like vitamin um, A. It's just good for you. It's just good for you. Oh, good. I can, see, I can do that. Trust, trust, trust him. Um, and so it's just, it's our annual benefit. You know, we are funded um, by the generosity of people from Minnesota. Um, uh, Proof Alliance is the largest um, nonprofit organization focused on FASD in the country, um, and that's because of support from... Um, you know, Minnesota legislature, but also because of incredible generosity of um, our, our Minnesota citizens. So uh, if you, if you want to sign up and become a part of the event, um, we're delivering fun watch baskets that have um, a whole bunch of really cool things in them um, to your house so you can watch us virtually online and, you know, join the fun. Uh, go to proofalliance.org and you can either donate, click the donate button, or go to proofalliance.org and uh, forward slash benefit and sign up. The cool thing about it is you don't have to drive anywhere, you don't have to go anywhere, but you can have a fun hour of inspiration and, um, and you know, support a really good cause for something that's 100% preventable, which what can we say you can do that with these days. As an extension of that, too, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's important to reinforce the message, too, is that the organization is not against drinking. Um, no, just don't drink when you sure. right. But, it, but you asked, what does that? What does the benefit mean? It means Sarah calling me up asking for wine donations and beer donations and you know and things like that. So it, work. it works. So it works. So I mean, so it, it's an, it's an important message to go out because people people a saying I always use in my world is that everybody who drinks thinks they know how to run a bar in a liquor store. Yeah. Okay. Sure, yeah. And every time you talk about alcohol, everybody knows. You know what it is, and and so it's important to 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 stretch those things out and get a full understanding about what it all means. Actually, I have a fun little story about at-home mixology that I did the other day. Uh oh. So uh, it was like a couple months ago. And he's not a big drinker. No, I'm not. (laughs) Melissa wanted a screwdriver, I think, a couple months ago, but we didn't have any vodka. But what we did have was grain alcohol and tap water. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. God. So I figured, okay, vodka's 40% water, so you make something, that, or 60% water. So you just take grain alcohol and dilute it and make it 60% water. Oh. It did not taste very good. Well, it, did you put orange juice in it? Well, yeah, but oh, okay. it's, it still tasted like if you were to dump some isopropyl alcohol into oh. orange juice. It was... <laughs> I cannot recommend it. You're going to ask the question, the logical question, why do you have grain alcohol in your house? I'll I'll ask it. It's your show, but I'll ask it. That's fine. I had that bottle for so long, I can't even remember why I bought it. I probably bought it 15 years ago. Did you get it from uh, a... I might have. We moved about a little over a year ago, and at our old house, we had this huge liquor cabinet that was full. And as we're moving, I looked in there, and it's like... When they say liquor cabinet, they mean... Almost walk-in closet. <laughs> Almost walk-in closet. But there was stuff. We, there was like Japanese plum wine. Oh yeah, was like there everything. was all sorts of things that I'd never even heard of before in there. But what, not one of the bottles had been opened in like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a whole sitting. We there. had to dump out. I can't tell you how many oh, gallons God, of expensive yes. alcohol oh, because yeah. it was sitting there. Nobody so drinks long. it. I know. He <laughs> goes, Oh no. <laughs> Maybe it came from that closet. It might have come from that closet. I took stuff that I thought seemed interesting. I never drank the grain alcohol. Oh, you're lucky. 
Yeah. Was it 190? Yeah. Is that stuff that's 190? It was a 190, yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Was it clear? Everclear. Everclear. Ever there yep. you go, exactly. Mm, Everclear. Tasty. Yeah. Mm, not tasty. Drink no. that in your face, and your you it won't things won't be clear. Well, if you I drink did Everclear, take a sip of it ever. just to see what it was like. It's not even really like a beverage at that point. It's <laughs> it's like a bio. It's a chemical it's like weapon. A prison sentence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It hits your throat, and it's like you just drank a bucket of sand. You know, when I uh, was going to Brown Institute studying radio, lived in a house down in South Minneapolis, and there was one of the students. From I don't know, he's from North Dakota or South Dakota, some some place. I don't. Know. Where do they, they they sell it in South Dakota, North, North Dakota? Dakota. I remember North when I was Dakota. a okay. teenager, that was like a rite of passage. One of your buddies would drive to yeah, Nodak yeah. and come back with Everclear, and <laughs> ten minutes later, everybody's throwing up. The old you know long neck beers. Mm-hmm. Every beer he ever had, he'd open the beer and fill the rest of it with Everclear. Wow. I mean, you talk about some alcohol. <laughs> like, yeah. Man. Wow. One of our listeners wants to know if there will be an auction at the benefit. Oh, there you go. There, there. Uh, we're not doing an auction this year. We will be doing an auction next year when we are back in person at the Mendicata uh, Club. Yeah. So, but, the Mendicata um, Club. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's that's our that's our place. You're gonna we, be asking for prizes again. I just want to start absolutely, preparing now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> but we do have these these gift baskets, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of really fun things in those. So it's so we're not doing an auction, but we'll do a fund to need and ask people to. Ask people to support us, so so people can buy them by going to, to by going to proofalliance.org. Yep, yep. They can buy the gift baskets. Yeah, they just need to make a donation of two hundred fifty dollars or more, and we'll, like we'll deliver a gift basket to your house. So Mar, I'll be doing it. I can guarantee you that. Thank you, Tom. Oh, Thank you so much. You, you were nice enough to come down in the rain and everything. Well, yeah, we need the rain, right? That's yeah. what we say we in do. Litchfield. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, right after the show, Paul's leaving for Augusta, so you know. Big shot. Are you really? I've got a, well, I've got a late tea time. So I've got <laughs> very late. So, so when are we when are we wrapping here, man? I got to. I, I, I was lucky enough to get invited to go to a practice round. This probably ten or eleven years ago, and the story at the time was. There was a Japanese golf fan that flew all the way from Tokyo to Augusta. For tickets to the practice round, he brought his own clubs because he thought he could play. Oh, oh. oh. Okay. oh. no, Poor sir! Guys. That's a shame. <laughs> we, Poor guys. we have to take a quick break here. Be right back in two minutes. On others, I've been caught up with Sarah and Paul right after this with the family. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Well, he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. Made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable, you'll want to get some for the whole family, which is what we did. Call 1 800 516 5146 or use promo code TOM, of course. 1 800 516 5146. Use promo code TOM or go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. You'll also get deep discounts on all My Pillow products, including. The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan's Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fish and ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan's Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan's Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan's Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. What's more important than reliable plumbing? Having someone you can rely on in case it ever needs attention. Hi, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Look, you don't want to mess around with leaks or shoddy installation or repair when it comes to plumbing. 
Sabre is the largest installer of Moen fixtures and Ream water heaters in Minnesota. They're dependable pros who get the job done right. So when plumbing happens, call Sabre or visit SabreHeating.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. One thing I want to say, leading the second segment here with Sarah and Paul, is the fact that uh, there's so much battling going on. You you pick up a newspaper now or go on online, everybody hates everybody, and oh, my God, I hate people, and I'm a victim, and blah, blah, blah. And there are people like you who are here to help other people. It's just my heart glad to talk to people like you because you actually want to help rather than hurt people, which is unusual right now. I mean, people going out of their way to harm other human beings. I hope that passes. I really do. This is wonderful, though, to talk about, especially babies, you know? Well, and and we get, uh, we never really got into it, but... I'm the executive director of a trade association that represents cities with municipal liquor operations oh, okay. around the state. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so that's what I, even though I was on the board, I mean, that's how the partnership started. Um, okay. And some people look at our alliance and, and go, isn't this just groundbreaking? Isn't this just, oh, the liquor industry is getting, you know, partnering up with proof, and isn't this so ground? It's really not. I mean, we, as a core of our mission, you know, we believe that alcohol shouldn't be everywhere. We believe that it's no, a controlled right, substance, right. That, that it should be used responsibly. Um, and sometimes when we advocate against certain things um, of, of massive expansions of liquor and, and things like that, we're, mm-hmm. at, at at, we're looked at as self-serving, when in fact it fits into our core, you know, core mission. Use our products responsibly, um, you know, because we don't need the money that bad. We don't need the money to go... You know, to pregnant women, we can, you know, right, we'll, right. we'll make our money other ways. Um, and so it, it, it's, it's a, while some will look at it as revolutionary, it's just a, an extension of what we try to do as an, as an organization and as municipal liquor operations. Well, that's wonderful. See, that's great news. I, uh, I'm going to ask you this next question based on a, a, a story I saw on TV several years ago that people don't really understand any of this. And the reason I bring the story up, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Uh, one of the local TV stations go, went out to Brooklyn Park because there was a woman. You know, I have all those high wires going over all the houses out there in Brooklyn Center and Brooklyn Park, mm-hmm. right? And they're right over the house, some of the houses, right? Well, they went out to talk to a woman that said her pregnancy, she was, I think, six or seven months pregnant, was being affected by these wires over her house. and She wanted to do something about it, the radiating, whatever. And so... Uh, the reporter stands in front of her house and then walks over to where she's standing to point out the, the tower with all the electrical wires on it, right? And she said, I'm very upset by this. I don't want it to affect my pregnancy. I'm, I'm kind of afraid it already has. we got to do something about this. And they back the camera off. The woman's got a cigarette in her right hand and a drink in her left hand. Do they not understand Maybe smoking and drinking is not the best thing. Hey, look, you're already living under the wires. Maybe you should dial back the other behavior. People just don't get this, do they? Mm-hmm. I'm different, or they don't get it, or uh, what is the problem with that? I think, you know, it. when we know better, we do better. Um, yeah, and yeah, good point. So there's, there's that, that we now know all of this information that we didn't always know. And then it gets back to some of the stuff that I was saying before about you know, we all um, we all do things that aren't necessarily always good for ourselves, and we still do them, even though yeah. they know they can have bad outcomes. So we don't always make good choices. But also there's, like, all this misinformation that people, like, you know, people will be worried about eating a piece of processed sandwich meat right. during pregnancy, and yet, oh, but don't take my Chardonnay away from me. Um but then we also know that there's a lot of bad information out there. There's that, and that's what we're about is just good, solid public health information, working with doctors to make sure that they're asking, you know, their patients about it, making sure that everybody has good information and that it is really, you know, to, to our point before, that it is to the point where it's as weird as thinking that we used to all smoke on airplanes. Yeah, that it's yeah. just universally understood that this is the safest choice. But that also that we make sure that we, um, you know, keep getting that message in all different places and that we make sure that if people need help to stop 
doing that, doing those things that we get them the help and the treatment that they need. So, um, yeah, it's complicated. And those and those part and that that conversation and like she said, you know, has to happen in different locations. People get their messages. It's just a marketing thing in in different yeah. ways. Yeah. And we just did a partnership together. It's actually going on right now, um, where uh, bags um, with the with the with the proof alliance message saying, you know, let's start a conversation. Here is information. Um, our members across the state, from the top of the state to the bottom, all over, big city, small town, are distributing those at point of purchase. So when somebody buys a bottle of oh, wine, okay. they're putting it in there. They're getting the message. It's got QR co- codes and the and the whole bit to it. So you know you got to get to them where they're at. So you know, and it no. may not be actually to the to the person itself, but if it's to somebody that they know and it starts, I mean that's how change happens in small. You know, in small steps, small victories. No question. I look. We can give. Okay, and Sarah brought this up earlier. This and that happened throughout history. Well, when I was a teenager, and certainly younger than that, I used to sit and watch my TV shows, and a commercial would come on and talk to you about how healthy and wonderful doctors think cigarettes are for mm-hmm. you. I mean, <laughs> same thing happened with cigarettes. Right. When I was a kid, I grew up outside of Boston. I was, of course, a Red Sox fan, and this is probably a what? Sick Red Sox. They're a very good baseball team. They won several World Series. I don't know yeah. Not just two? Yeah, more than two. <clears throat> okay, never mind. And I was probably <laughs> five, and I had... PJs that were Red Sox uniform, oh. and right over the breast pocket, Lucky Strike. <laughs> there you go. Of course, That's yeah. exactly unbelievable. It. Exactly. Well, they used to have Lucky Stripes candy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Three out of four doctors recommend Winston. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. to That's calm, right. Calm your nerves. Right. Calm That's your exactly nerves. exactly what it was, yep. too. So we've come a long way in, you know, 60, 70 years or whatever it's been, I guess. Are we making progress? Do people now understand, particularly obviously women, understand that they cannot be drinking during pregnancy? Is that better understood? I think it is. Good. I think we're getting there. Good. I think we're getting there. You know, I've been doing this now for um, over two decades, and I think we've started to see a major shift in awareness, and that is because of you know, opportunities like this, working with people like Paul at the Municipal Beverage Association. Um, and I, I think I think we're getting there. I don't think, I think there's still a little bit of skepticism or resistance where people are like, really? And I'm, I'm sure that's, that's what it was like back when we had the Surgeon General saying that, no, actually it's bad to smoke. Yep. You know, yeah. we, should, we should be doing this. Right. And I think we're kind of at that point now where it's like, um, we're, we're starting mm-hmm. to really systemically understand that no that that is just something that we really want to avoid if we can yeah no question yeah, about that yeah has advertising helped you with this because that is one thing that 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 well cigarette companies were forced to change their advertising to point out that maybe it's not good for everyone have there been any changes in your industry paul where, where they've stepped forward and say hey look we need a better understanding while it's for for most people uh a nice glass of wine at night's a wonderful thing but look it's nine months out of your life just don't do it the blunt answer is no and i'll give you one of my challenges is that i go to national conferences right and i try to talk to you know the big liquor companies about this issue and the big fo- the focus for these big companies are drunk driving and youth oh, access sure. and youth access sure. so i bring this up and they look at me like i'm from mars really and <laughs> You know, oh, it's just like, and maybe I look like I'm from Mars. So maybe yeah. that's maybe that's the problem. Maybe I need to put on makeup we, or just do it some, as a phone call. <laughs> as a phone call, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm glad the well, video sentiment. isn't on. You know, yeah. but but it really becomes a frustrating thing. And so the first time it happened, I looked at him and it was kind of like, okay, that just be, must be that person. But then I, it happened over and over and over again. Right. And one of the things that Sarah and I have been talking about for years is trying to figure out a way to get to these national companies. I mean, to talk about this issue because they're so focused on the other ones. And I'm not saying the other ones are bad. No, no. You know, but I'm just saying, but to bring this to the forefront, um, it's been a big challenge. Yeah, I could see that because I, uh, I don't even know if I want to ask this question, but let's ah. say we, we just talked about, about this about 10 minutes ago. We brought this up. How deep into a pregnancy? Because some women don't know they're pregnant. So they're going to the bar and having drink. How deep can you get in a pregnancy where you... I mean, day one would be best, obviously, mm-hmm. if you knew, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. So how about that? I mean, 
I don't know. How are you going to make that call? Because you don't even know you're pregnant. Right. Right. And so what we talk about is lots and lots of education, planting those seeds in people's minds that if they could be pregnant or think like, oh, I could be pregnant, um, that they really take a deep breath and consider the choices that they're making at that moment. Um, planned pregnancies or healthier pregnancies. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's, you know, really what we encourage in that childbearing age year is to, years is to really begin to think about that. Um, because for a lot of reasons, not just drinking, but for a lot of reasons that, you know, planning pregnancies are much healthier, preg- can be much healthier pregnancies. But all the doctors and, and um, you know, nurses that we work with say any time in pregnancy that you stop drinking is healthier for your baby. Right. So, you know, a lot, we get calls, you know, we have often gotten calls over the years where someone has called and said, man, I was at my, you know, sister's, you know, um, destination wedding and you know we spent 10 days and i didn't know i was pregnant and this happened and it's like you know our goal is to say whenever you stop drinking you are going to have a better outcome and so like and and that's what you know most um you know ob's will say too is that um we we really we want to have a you know Balanced, I mean, there is no safe level. We've never established a safe level. There's no safe kind. There's no safe time. Um, But we also know that um, this is life, and life can be messy sometimes. And so we just want to do the best we can with what we know at this moment. Andy, you know about your mother and pregnancy? Uh, Well, he was there for part of it. (laughs) For part of it. But your mother, in both cases, you and your sister, knew the day she got pregnant. Yeah. I don't know how on her, but she nailed it right you know, there's to a, the day. There's an uncomfortable answer. Oh, that you only have sex once a year? Which could be true. So <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't know. I really don't want to know, right. but it could be true. That's, that's the uncomfortable part. Yeah, exactly. Andy was conceived in New York City, and Alex was conceived in Maple Grove. She knows that. and Andy, block your ears. But it wasn't because we only had sex. With <laughs> oh, that's, so that's, leave me alone. Sorry, I, I'm trying to, you know, forward some useful information. You're an educator. Trampled. Yes, I'm an educator. That's exactly yeah, right. He's a right. health educator. Um, I think shouldn't people be more responsible about pre- pregnancy anyway? We still don't have much responsibility when pregnancy uh, is talked about. I grew up in North Minneapolis. There's so many people I know. Three of my friends when we were 16 got their girlfriends pregnant. Three of them mm-hmm. at 16. Two of those guys, not, matter of fact, all three of them are now dead. Oh. They, they died very young, too. Well, one of them lived to be in the late 50s, but pregnancy is a very important thing. When are we going to understand how important pregnancy really is? Yep. I know you like the sex part. I understand that 100%. You know what I see what I just did there, Paul? I was talking about having sex, so I looked at my screen instead of at Sarah. <laughs> still okay. well, nice I'd, Catholic boy, you know. I don't know what's on the screen, so <laughs> I just... You well, that's true. You know, I, <laughs> that's a good point. But I think across the board, understanding that pregnancy is not... And look, I'm not taking a political position on this or whatever, but, you know, we, we go through this whole deal about, you know... People have, get pregnant and they go have abortions and stuff, and that's it's your life. I'm not criticizing anybody here. But it just seems like I really wish we'd focus more on what pregnancy is instead of just, oh, it just happened as part of me having fun. Well, you should also focus on why you want to be a parent. Yeah, There was absolutely. a time, I'll tell you what, I did a little personal experiment. Look, I don't have any kids. I have two dogs, two cats, one wife, and one horse. And I don't want any more of those because um, I'm really happy with it. <laughs> okay. And I love my wife. Right. The world's a better place because she's in it. Wonderful. But, but that being said, um, for for something I was going, I started asking people why you decided to have kids. Right. And people would, and and I asked women, it's just why are you doing it? And so many were just looking at it like, I don't know, that's guess that's just what you're supposed that's to what do. You do, yeah. Yeah. That's you know, not a and good I got, answer. and I thought, well, okay, that's good for you. And then I kept getting that answer. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, you got to start there. I couldn't agree more. And I think that is a big part of what you guys are trying to do is everybody should understand more about growing up and pregnancy and this could go wrong and that could go wrong. You shouldn't smoke. You shouldn't drink. Any of these things. If you're going to have a child, be responsible about having a child. It's a lot of irresponsible behavior that uh, it does bother me quite a bit. Matter of fact, I can reveal this because I've talked about it on the morning show before. I never had sex until I was 21 years old. 
because I knew if I did and I got a, a girl pregnant in my teens or whatever, I was never getting out. I was never going to make it in life. I would be living over where I used to. And nothing against people who live in North Minneapolis. That's what I, not what I mean. But I was talking about getting out of poverty. Mm-hmm. That if I had a kid when I was teen, I would have never, I would have been, I don't know, whatever job it would have been. But I literally waited a lot longer than most people because I just didn't want to take that mm-hmm. chance. I don't know where that responsibility came from. Probably my mother, I suppose, <laughs> where it came from. But uh, I think people should more often think about that kind of thing. Like, do I really want to do this? And it was weird, by the way, as a teenager saying, no, I can't really do that. Because they look at me, what are you, are you like well, guys? In the I era- mean, they literally got accused of being oh. gay because they didn't want to have sex with a girl. Especially in the era we grew up in. It was like oh, the I 20s. Know. Was, oh, it was God. everywhere. It was everywhere, absolutely. Back in the late 60s and early, early 70s. So I think part, a big, big, big part of this is personal responsibility. Live your life like you want to, and don't get surprised by pregnancies. Well, there is some good news on that front. Good. So in the 50s and 60s, the teen birth rate was just about 100 per 1,000, so 10% of Mm -hmm. uh, births was to teenage uh, girls. Right. Uh, what would you guess? So it was about a hundred per a thousand. <clears throat> what would you guess it is today? Half that. Ninety-nine. Sixty. Seventeen. 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 So yeah, it is. Really. The teen pregnancy rate has actually cratered in America. That's terrific. The past that's great 50 to hear. Fifty years. That's great to hear. That's so, a, That's that's good. A good thing. Really good news. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So Sarah, what is the? Is there somebody? keeping track of how many fetal alcohol syndrome children are being born per year in America now, or does somebody keep track of that? Yeah, is that number increasing or decreasing? <clears throat> well, it's, you know, it, it's, it's hard because we don't, we don't have a great prevalence um, tracking system in right, this right. country for well, I also this. imagine there's no genetic test or anything like right. that. Right, it's a compli- it. it can be a complicated diagnostic process, right. and you need to confirm the alcohol use, and then there's neuropsych testing, and there's a physical exam to look at those things like the lack of feltrum mm-hmm. and all those things. Um, but we've had some, we've had a recent really good prevalence study um, that was published and well-respected by a lot of folks. And that is pretty astounding that in the general population, they think that as many as one in 20 first graders have been exposed to F or have, have FASD. And so when you look really? at the fact that autism, we're looking at somewhere around one in 50, this is actually much more prevalent than something like autism. Um, but it's much less, it's much more under-recognized mm-hmm. and misdiagnosed. You know, kids with FASD oftentimes come to our clinic and have been diagnosed with lots of other things. Right. Um, and it's because no one's asking the question, could this child have been exposed to alcohol during oh, pregnancy? Yeah. So, you know, we think, oh, maybe it's ADHD. It could be this. It could be that. And so um, it's so... So we're doing, uh, we're getting better at tracking and keeping track. And so, in some regards, you would think, well, maybe the numbers are going up, but it's really hard because there's so many different variables in terms of actually having really good tracking and prevalence um, systems. We're getting there. Um, we're getting there. Minnesota Department of Health is working on it now. So um, hopefully, we'll start being able to compare apples to apples instead of just random mm-hmm. piece yeah. of, pieces of information that don't paint the whole story. And you know, there's such a stigma. She can talk about this. You know, but there's such a stigma, too, when you talk about this for the kids who have already been there, mm-hmm. and for the for the mother to go and say and go through that process of saying, "Oh, gee, was did I cause this?" You're, I mean, it's kind of like you're scared to to go that direction or even start to explore it. Yeah, you want you want to look at every other possibility because you don't want to face that it might have been something that you did. Oh, exactly, point, yeah. exactly. So it's like, yeah, See, it's, it's got to be this. It's got to be this. So they'll keep grasping at straws. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We, we only have a few minutes left, so I just uh, I want to make sure that people do understand there's a virtual benefit going on, and how can they uh, get in touch with you? Please. Thank you so much, Tom. Yes, oh, it's, it's proofalliance.org, and click on the Donate button um, if you want to make a donation, or else go to proofalliance.org forward slash benefit. 
and um, sign up to join us that night. It's it's a, it will be a painless hour of fun. And like I said, if you... Um, it's a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah. I really won't be is. speaking, so yeah, it's, it's, painless. it's really painless. Well, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, go to an event and do this right. and sign up and go and buy your ticket and get dressed and dressed up. And, and so we really, you know, we really look at the silver lining in this is that it's really a fun fun hour of, of education, outreach, inspiration, um, hear about the kids that are living with FASD, and um, you know, hear about how we can prevent it in a, on, a, on a larger scale. So, um, proofalliance.org. I think it's wonderful. So, it's April 29th. April 29th, yep. 6.30 to 7.30 yep. p.m. Central Time. Central Time. Okay. The, it's on YouTube. That's yep. where it is, right? Yep. It'll be streamed on YouTube. Yep. It'll be streamed on YouTube. There's no cost, obviously, but I would uh, highly pressure you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would suggest that maybe you could uh, you could uh, step up and help, help out. I will be. I, there's no question. I'm very impressed. With both of you. Yeah, you, you more than Paul. But well, yeah. that doesn't take much. So it's, like, it's a very low bar a, to I go say? from. So it's <laughs> a low bar. Yeah. So where are you from, Paul? Uh, I grew up in Fridley, live in Spring Lake Park. Oh, there you go. Yeah, just down the road. Just down, and how did you two get to know one another? I don't know. It was much, I can't remember what I did 10 minutes ago, more or less what okay, I did 20 I years ago. But some, <laughs> I think you came out of the blue or yep. something. Yeah. And then one thing led to another. And then it took, I tell you what, it wasn't an immediate love fest. In the fact that we had to take, we had to, we had to go through those conversations of trying shot. to figure it out. Well, yeah, it's, it's good point. Good point. Come on, I love everybody. You know, love yeah, all, serve all. Yeah. I'm like the hard rock man. Yeah. Love all, serve love all. Love all, serve all. Yeah. Um, but we had to go through, you know, those. Well, okay, you after the industry, or you know, what do you think about the industry, and why are we doing this, and and go through those conversations, and it was, you know, and but then once we got through those hurdles, um, you know, here we are, 20 years later. See, the great thing, hand I'll, in say, hand. I'll say it again, with the way the world is right now, with everybody going after one, the cancel culture, and the this, and that I hate Trump, and I hate Biden, and I hate, 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 to have people like you that are going out of your way to help people, you don't have to do this, but you're doing it because you're good people. We need a lot more people like you right now. Great examples. Gee, thanks. Thank you. I, I think I've got a tear in my eye. I was looking at Sarah. <laughs> yeah, but you said you. No, I know, but because she's better. But you, but you said you too. I so did you set say yourself you up. I screwed so it up. I, I I'm drew, taking any opening I can, uh, man. <laughs> I dropped the ball. No, Paul, it's great what you're doing. Working with Sarah. Sarah working really hard. You can tell. Again, April 29th, 6:30 to 7:30. YouTube live stream. The cost is free, obviously. Proofalliance.org. That's proofalliance.org. Look at you guys. You filled up the entire hour. Great job. There's always a lot of hot air where I am, man. So that's right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great to meet both Thank of you. you. Thank you for your hard Thank work. You so Thank much. you. We'll be back in a few minutes.